Can We Meet in Nashville? The eighth annual Raise Fundraising Conference hosted by One Cause will be held at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum in Nashville, Tennessee on September 9th and 10th. Now, when you go to register, don't forget to use the code MISSIONS200 to receive $200 off your registration. You can click the link in the show notes to register. But what is this event all about? Man, it is 700 nonprofit professionals coming together for two days of learning and networking. You have the opportunity to choose from four different education tracks that will feature 30 total interactive sessions. I am so excited to be one of them. Also around some of my favorite people and today's top nonprofit thought leaders. And you don't want to miss, and I don't want to miss, the Fearless Fundraiser Party just for raise guests being held at Garth Brooks' new Friends in Low Places venue. So don't forget the discount. Use code MISSIONS200 to receive $200 off registration. Click the link in show notes, and maybe I'll see you there for some good Garth Brooks karaoke. I don't know about you, but in nearly every report these days that comes out, we keep hearing about how nonprofits are seeing a downward trend in individual donations. But do not be discouraged. Recurring giving is on the rise. Join me and Floyd Jones for a free Give Butter webinar on Wednesday, June 12th, all about how you can catapult your monthly donor program into long-term success. Now head on over to givebutter.com backslash movements to sign up for the webinar. And I will also link that below in the show notes. I cannot wait to share with you how you can build a donor acquisition plan that generates passionate recurring donations. I will share with you five steps to build a successful monthly donor program, some unconventional but proven to be effective donor acquisition and retention strategies, and how to do a little self-audit of your existing platform. So say goodbye to those low donor retention numbers and hello to new amazing recurring donations. So just takes a second to claim your free spot for the webinar, your monthly giving mastermind, build, grow, and sustain recurring donations. Again, head on over to givebutter.com backslash movements and sign up for the webinar today. Let's get intentional with your money, your mindset, and your marketing. So we want to make sure that you're prepped for 2023. We're not holding anything back. Each of these workshops are going to be very interactive to like know them and how amazing they are. And we're going to give you a little sneak peek about what each of these individual mini workshops are going to be. Hey there, you're listening to the Missions to Movements podcast, and I'm your host, Dana Snyder, digital strategist for nonprofits and founder and CEO of Positive Equation. This show highlights the digital strategies of organizations making a positive impact in the world. Ready to learn the latest trends, actionable tips, and the real stories from behind the feed? Let's transform your mission into a movement. Happy New Year. It's officially 2023. And that's so weird to say. (laughs) But it's also so exciting. And this episode, I've never had so many people on my back end program, which is called Riverside to record a podcast. I have Ellen snaps. I've got Renee. I've got Tiffany. And I've got Elise. These are my girls from a mastermind that I was a part of 
in 2021, not even 2022 anymore. That also was weird. And this is going to be amazing. We met in the mastermind. We basically just fell in love with each other with our businesses that we do. And we stayed in Airbnbs together. And this is one of the beautiful things about masterminds that you kind of find your community and continue to want to help each other and be in each other's lives on a personal and professional level. And so we decided last year to continue having monthly calls to help each other out, to answer business questions. And then we did an event together in Oregon, which was awesome. Thank you, Ellen, for putting that together at the Independence Hotel. And it was all around, let's get visible. And we coined ourselves the Traveling Blazers. So (laughs) if anybody gets that reference from the sisterhood of the traveling pants, (laughs) we just put a little spin on it. So asterisk for the professional side of Blazers. And we're coming back and we're doing it again. So this time we are going to put together an event for you, listener, whether you are a CEO If you're a founder, you're a business creative, you're a professional, you're a nonprofit marketer, like this is literally designed for all of you. We're going to be talking about marketing. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about goal setting. We're talking about prices, like basically the core fundamentals I think that need to be focused on and personalized for the new year. This workshop is going to be on January 12th from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And shocker. The price point, y'all, is $23. $23 for 2023. We wanted to make this super accessible. And this podcast episode is really designed as a, I just want to introduce you to my friends and get to like know them and how amazing they are. And we're going to give you a little sneak peek about what each of these individual mini workshops are going to be. So again, it's January 12th from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be all around, let's get intentional with your money, your mindset, and your marketing. So we want to make sure that you're prepped for 2023. We're not holding anything back. Each of these workshops are going to be very interactive, very tangible. They're 20 minutes each. This is not sitting and listening to all of us just speak for an hour. Like You are going to be actively participating and doing things. So with that said, I want to kick it off with Renee. Hi. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Your session is going to be all about, which is one of my favorite things, and I think it's so needed, is mindset. And that really affects everything we do in business and in life. And your so. session is going to be how to identify and overcome your upper limit and craft your 2023 mantra, which I am personally super excited to do. So I wanted to just ask you and let listeners know, like as a sneak peek, as maybe a precursor to the session, what is something that they could really do in order to prepare properly? Yeah. And I think that this is the perfect time of year to be doing this kind of prep too, because, you know, we're always thinking about that at the top of the year. So first of all, the upper limit, like in case people don't really know what that is specifically, and I'm a mindset coach, I'm a holistic creative coach. And as you guys know, I love to work with the unconscious. I really feel like that is where we hold everything and like the the secrets to the universe, basically, is our unconscious mind. Oh, thank you. I just geek out on all that kind of stuff. So the upper limit is actually a term that was coined by Gay Hendricks in his book, 
called The Big Leap. And it basically refers to the fact that in each of our lives, there's this perceived cap, right, that we place on how much we can have of career success, wealth, happiness, love, whatever. And the more that we are allowed to, well, we allow ourselves to really look at that, that's when we we start to realize that, hey, we, most of us don't even realize we're doing that, right? Because our unconscious mind is just kind of doing it. And the reason that most people even see that, that it's an issue is because once we start to like exceed that limit, our subconscious kicks in and the self-sabotage starts, right? So with that being said, I really think that the best way to prepare for this type of session, because we're going to go over how to identify it, right? And we're going to go through some steps. What I love about what we're doing in all of our our portions is that it's interactive and everyone's going to have a chance to really work on that stuff and implement stuff in real time. And I'm going to walk you guys through how to even identify that and see where that comes from. And then of course, work through the steps to eliminate it because that's the cool thing about working with the unconscious is that you can just eliminate stuff if you get to the root of it. And then we're going to craft that mantra. So I think what people can do to prepare is to really start to self-assess right now. Mm -hmm. And that's really the first sort of step is to identify, okay, where in my life do I feel that resistance, right? So wherever you kind of feel any kind of resistance, whether it be career, personal, anything like that. So good things to do are to like look at your bank account, right? And see how it feels. Look at your relationships, see how they feel. Like really get real with yourself. You know what I mean? And say, am I allowing myself to be all that I can be? It's all about the self-awareness first step. So that's a good prep thing to do. But we're also going to do some of that in real time too. Love it. And I can just speak from experience of sitting on a couch with Renee until like 1 a.m. <laughs> that she's a gem and so good at this. So thank I think that you. session is beautiful and so necessary. So thank you for bringing that to the group. Absolutely. I can't wait. It's like my favorite thing to talk about. So yes, it's amazing. And that will lead us nicely into goal setting. Now, Elise is going to be with us. January is the month for goal setting. So I'm really looking forward to doing this vision exercise, goal setting, really identifying what truly matters and setting goals. And then I think the main piece is actually meeting them. So with the emphasis on that, I want to ask you, Elise, and do a brief introduction too, but question for you is, what do you find that often gets in the way of us actually meeting our goals and how can we work on avoiding that in the new year? Yeah. So hi, I'm a travel and lifestyle blogger. I run the blog, What the Fab, and I've been doing it for over a decade now. Um, It's been my full-time gig for coming up on four years. And since leaving, I used to work at Google. I did branding and events there. And since leaving Google and putting my full-time energy and focus into What the Fab, I've turned it into a multi-six-figure media company, really, rather than just kind of like my little blog on the internet where I share things that I love. I do that too. But I've also launched a podcast and SEO course. And then being able to like do endeavors like this with you ladies is something that like, I never really kind of even thought of when I first started my blog. So super excited to be doing this in January with you all. So to answer your question, I feel like 
there's kind of like three things that I see that prevents people from actually meeting their goals and like sticking with their, you know, New Year's resolutions, intentions, whatever it is that you want to call it. The first is it's really overwhelming to identify where you even want to set your goals or resolutions or intentions. So a lot of people are like, I want to lose weight. I want to grow my business. I want to improve my relationship with my husband, like whatever it is, there's all these different things. So how do you identify and figure out which are the ones to prioritize? Because if you have 10 different goals, you can do all the like smart goal setting you want, but it's just too much. Like it's just you don't have the capacity as one human to focus and really intentionally improve all these different areas. And so the session that I'm leading, I'm really excited for because you will also get this visioning and goal setting worksheet along with the session. And this worksheet is what I have done for the last, I have to check, but I think I started in 2017. So for like the last five years, every year, and it's how I have set myself up to leave my job at Google. It's how I've grown my business. It's how I set myself and my husband up to buy a house. Like all of these things were in these visioning worksheets. Yeah. It's really cool because like I print them out and I keep them and I look back on them every year as well. When Omid, my husband and I sit down, we both like individually do our worksheets and then we come together and we talk about it. And you guys feel free, like attendees, take the worksheet and print out one for yourself and your partner, or whether it's a business partner, romantic partner, a friend, like have an accountability partner and you can kind of work through it together. Because Omid and I, my husband and I have been together for coming up on 18 years. Oh my God. I did not know that, Elise. (laughs) (laughs) I was 16 when we met. Congratulations. But every year when we do this together we learn something new about each other. Like, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Oh, I didn't know that this was such an important thing that's top of mind for you. So doing that, first of all, is just like a great exercise. And then also personally, what we'll do in the worksheet is we'll we'll basically quantify different areas of your life. So your career, your romantic relationships, your health, your mindset, your time that you dedicate to self-care. And then you're going to go through and you'll see kind of how they stack up and rank and you can pick the top two or three that need the most care. So what you'll find when you go through this exercise is that there are certain areas where you're like, this part of my life is cruising. It's good. Like, sure, there might be some things that like I could improve on, but like this area of my life really could use some TLC and some attention. And so that's what we're going to focus on to set those goals. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is I kind of touched on this, but like setting goals that are actually attainable. So I think, you know, all of your listeners are probably familiar with smart goals. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound. So we know how to do that. We're going to do that, but we're going to do it in a way that is specific and also part of the worksheet to kind of work through and set goals that are actually achievable and attainable. And then the third thing is the momentum. Like it's so easy to lose momentum after January, February. So the last page of the worksheet is really like a month by month calendar. And what we're going to do is pop in those smart goals that have been broken down into like one actionable attainable thing in January, in February, in March, all the way through the year 
for those one, two or three areas of your life that you've identified that you want to focus on for 2023. And then what I recommend doing is checking in with yourself, checking in with your accountability partner at the end of every month to be like, okay, did I achieve the goal that I set for myself the previous month? And okay, this is what's coming up in February for my next goal that I had set for myself in this area. So when I look back at these worksheets that I've done over the years, like I've gone through every month and I've either like checked things off or I've circled things and moved them. Like it's flexible. You're not necessarily going to meet every single goal that you set for yourself every single month. Even if you meet 50% of them, you're like, 99% ahead of the pack because most people are just dropping off their goals after January, February, maybe March. And what I love about this is that it's you're looking at the whole person. We're not just looking at this from the standpoint of business only, but there's so much that plays into the work we do. And if the other areas are missing or lacking or not getting that TLC, then the other pockets are going to suffer because of that. So I think this is such a great session. Y'all, can you imagine we're doing these in 20 minutes each? <laughs> we're gonna be when we told you it's gonna be actionable, it's gonna be real actionable. So like everyone's gonna need to like buckle in, dive down, like be focused, make sure they're caffeinated <laughs> or have some water, some H2O. I'm pumped. At least that's awesome. Thank you so much for bringing that. Yeah, I'm excited. All the goodness. Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. All right, Tiffany is my girl in Nashville. Tiff, will you give us a brief intro? Absolutely. I am a holistic business coach, 12-year entrepreneur, came from a corporate background, and now I spend all my time helping fellow creative business women make more money and enjoy the journey because this entrepreneurial ride is no joke. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) That's right. And she's going to be leading us through something that I think is really important that we don't talk about enough. And it's a signature exercise that she has called Money Matters. And it's going to really work with us on determining what we should charge and ask for that is going to help us meet our goals. And outside of just the number side of this, I think there's so much to unpack when it comes to just valuing our work and ourselves. And I know that personally hiring, and I've talked about this on the show before, hiring my fractional CFO last year made the biggest difference in actually loving looking at my numbers and understanding my business. So I wanted to ask, like for this session, do you have a client or it might even be a personal example from yourself of how going through this Money Matters exercise has really transformed your approach on pricing? I don't have a client that we haven't use this exercise for. It is yes. it's a part of my signature coaching method. So it's usually reserved for people who pay me a lot of money. And I'm just really excited to give it to everyone because it is so powerful. So there's not a single person I haven't worked with, you know, that hasn't gone through this exercise and made changes. And changes maybe increasing prices or decreasing prices. Every now and again, that does happen, believe it or not. But the point of this exercise, I started using this exercise in 2017 for my own personal life. Like I was realizing that I wasn't loving what I was doing anymore. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And this exercise really helped me get some clarity around that. And it's why it's such a big part of what I I love to do. But if I give you some specific examples, let me think recently, I was with a client they do event planning. And so 
using the Money Matters worksheet and the changing of prices of their offerings. Before they worked with me, they were making $35,000 a year in their first year of business. And we just hit six figures for their second year of business. And that's Amazing. specifically because of the changes we made going through this one exercise. So yeah. it's really powerful. But what I love the most about it is how easy it is. And it's not this like, convoluted, complex spreadsheet with all these formulas. There are a few formulas in it, but I've already done that work for you. And it looks like a pretty (laughs) little document. It doesn't look like a spreadsheet because I'm a creative at heart and I work with creatives. And I just know that I want to get past that notion that spreadsheets are scary. So we do that right off the bat by making it not look like a spreadsheet, but it's a game changer. It's why all of my businesses have, have been six figures in their first year, because I'm really strategic about what I charge, what I launch, where I'm spending my energy. And that's what this little worksheet is going to help you figure out as well. Yes. And that's a huge part of it, right? Just being intimidated by looking at something that you don't even start. So I think that's such a great starting point of I'm going to remove the intimidation of looking at a spreadsheet. And this is a beautiful document that would essentially like give you the same output, but it just looks really nice. It just looks really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it's super simple. I always tell people this worksheet is going to give you like your 50 foot view, like high level view of your business. You know, we're not going to come at this like an accountant would where I'm going to be like looking at your expenses and all of that jazz. We don't have time for that in 20 minutes. Obviously, this is more looking at like your revenue generating offers and what right. you want to be generating every year and making sure that that number feels right. And then your homework is to go home and make sure that your expenses are in line too. But this is more just high level, big picture. And I call it playing with numbers because we will, we'll kind of play with numbers on our call together. It's just so good. And this session, and I love how we, we purposely selected sessions that would kind of lean into each other. And Ellen, I want you to do an intro as well is like the queen bee about transparency in her podcast, Cubicle to CEO, talking about quarterly finance reports. So Ellen, we do a brief intro and then I'll I'll ask you your question. (laughs) Of course. Hi, I'm so excited to be on your show, Dana. And you're right. I think Tiffany and my workshop perfectly complement each other. And you can't really look at the pricing side without also looking at the foundation in your business and the foundational numbers. So As Dana said, I am the founder and podcast host of Cubicle to CEO. We are a 1% or top 1% business podcast where we ask entrepreneurs the business questions you can't Google. And so as you can probably tell from that, we really like to dig into financial transparency and data and case studies that you typically aren't seeing openly shared on the internet, on different podcasts. And for me, my practice of sharing my own business income reports started in 2019, which was my second year in business. They started out as these monthly written reports that I would send to my email list of like 30 people at the time. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun to... I guess it's like that trend of building in public. It was fun to take people with me on that journey because it's awe-inspiring to me that you know all these years later, there are some people who read those income reports back in 2019 who are still part of our community and listening to our podcast today. And we've switched those income reports to a quarterly format now. And we share them on our podcast every 90 days. We share exactly what our business makes, spends, and earns down to the dollars, sometimes even down to the cents. (laughs) And you know, it's really cool. Those people who have been with us for a long time 
to see that growth in our business and they really feel like they're a part of it, which they are. Like our customers and our people are 100% part of our success. And it's also cool for me because, you know, when you're an entrepreneur living in your day to day, week to week, month to month, it's very easy for time to pass you by and for you to forget what it was like when you were at oh, a certain 100%. stage. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like we have like amnesia about it, to be honest. And it's really cool to have a public documentation essentially of where we've come from because I'll occasionally I'll go back to remind myself, look how far you've actually come. Those times when you get down on yourself and you're like, I'm not growing fast enough. I'm not doing the right things. You go back and you listen, you go, wait a second. Some of the things that were dreams of mine on my vision board have come to life. And you forget that. And it's essential to remind yourself of that. And to be honest, I think everyone wins when we come to the table and more openly share our finances because it raises our financial literacy. We know the right questions to ask, what to look for. And that's really the purpose of this workshop as well. 100%. Now, listeners, we're not going to be asking you to share with everyone else on the webinar (laughs) what your quarterly income is. Don't worry. Don't get freaked out. But if you do want to see a great example, again, Ellen's show is a great reference for this. And I think one of the cool things about it is you are so honest and unapologetic when you're like, stuff was down. It was down this quarter. And this is why. And since you've been doing this for a few years now, like, What have these numbers really led you to change or maybe reevaluate in your business? That's a great question. I think to your point, the reflection piece has been invaluable in my business, both in the present moment that it's happening, as well as reflecting back years later. And for me, I wrote down a couple of things that I feel like it's helped me with. One is keeping me more centered on the bigger vision, right? Sometimes it's easy to look at a moment in time, a month, a quarter even, and look at it within a vacuum, but there's always context. And I think data doesn't lie, right? But you can manipulate the story that you make those numbers mean in your own head. And so I think that having so much data collected over long periods of time really allow me to better see the patterns that are pushing you know, momentum in the right direction. And so keeping me centered in the big picture is one thing. Another piece is seeing where we might have gaps in our own resources. So it's allowed me to see, oh, maybe I need to hire for a new role, right? Or maybe we need to scale back in certain pieces of our business. And so it allows us to see what we need when we need it and also what to amplify. So what's working well? And that's a piece of the workshop. My workshop session too is like Dana said, don't worry, you don't have to share anything (laughs) with the group, but we are going to walk through how to audit your own monthly numbers in your business, what to track, what those numbers mean, how to actually evaluate them, how to make sure you are on track for your goals based on your numbers, but also looking at how you can audit your offers and know what offers is most profitable to double down on in 2023. And so that has been really helpful for me too, is, you know, these data pieces allow me to really holistically look at my business and say, I may really love or be excited about X, Y, Z, but what are the numbers actually supporting? And am I giving too much of myself or my team's time, resources, energy? You know, we're all limited in in some ways in, in those capacities. And are we giving disproportionately to one piece of our business that is not actually returning the progress that we need to reach our goals. And so 
all of those will come into play in this workshop session. And I'm really excited to offer a perspective that is not commonly shared in our industry, which is that I'm not a financial professional. I'm not an accountant, bookkeeper. I'm not your wealth advisor. So we're not here to talk jargon and to show you how to be your own CPA by any means. But we are here to talk about what does it look like to actually know and understand and evaluate your numbers from the perspective of a CEO, from the perspective of the visionary or the leader of your business. Because even though we need the help of professionals to guide us, you still as a leader need to be able to show up and steer the ship, right? So that's kind of the idea behind this workshop. Yeah. If you're calling the shots, and I think to your point about what you mentioned about what should you amplify, maybe what should you let go of is I was always tracking revenue, but I was never tracking in the past in my earlier stages of business. How much did it cost me to run said thing? Yes. So for anybody, if you say we have these three massive events and they bring in $500,000 each, but how much did it cost you to put on that event? I actually just met with somebody. They're like, we're removing all of these events because the ROI wasn't actually worth it. And how can you move that money around? And that's, that's the beauty of these exercises. And before we wrap, Ellen's going to ask me, I am going to teach a session too on shocker social media marketing. My session is going to really be on removing the clutter trying to remove this shiny object syndrome that we can often have with social media because there's new things that happen all the time. And everything that I talk about is data-based. So I'm going to specifically walk through an exact exercise that I do in my business, actually, probably quarterly at a minimum. I tend to even look at it more frequently than that, but definitely quarterly, definitely at the beginning of every year. And I'm going to walk you through the tools that you need to be able to access the data to really focus on two primary social media channels. And then I'm going to walk through, dependent upon, so you're going to go through the first exercise of figuring out which two channels are actually already driving success for you that you might not know. And then how should you uniquely use those channels based upon what they're designed to do? So Every channel has a different business goal and purpose because they're businesses. (laughs) And so it's important that we understand how each of them natively work. And therefore, what does that mean in terms of our strategy? So Ellen, I'll toss it to you. I think you were going to throw me a question. Yes, absolutely. Well, we've been talking about journeys, Dana, and I would love to kind of take this idea of focusing on one to two primary channels and ask you, what are your one to two top channels that you're focusing on in this season of your business? But also in looking you know, in your past, has that changed for you? Are they the same one to two that you've had all along? Or did you start with something different and it's evolved to where you are now? Oh my gosh, it's completely changed. Completely. So I think I definitely was in that bucket of trying to be on everything. I was trying to be on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and literally every single Snapchat when that was like relevant and Clubhouse when that was like popping. And as soon as something new and now TikTok and as soon as something new happened, I was like, I have to be on it. And I've completely changed my thinking based upon the system, I'm going to tell you. And what I haven't actually done my end of year or my new year recap on what I'm going to focus on, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be LinkedIn. Just looking off of like recent data, LinkedIn has been huge for me. And 
it's a very interesting, different platform than all the others in terms of the intentionality of how people come to that platform. And then YouTube has continuously driven really solid leads. And so YouTube and LinkedIn are my primary. And I will say I enjoy Instagram. So I don't actually have really a strategy for Instagram, but I play on it because I enjoy it. So that's the other thing I would say is if there's a platform that stresses you out <laughs> and it, your audience isn't there and you're just kind of like pushing yourself to be there, like Twitter stresses me out. I have a post, I have a tweet that is pinned to the top of my profile that literally says, I'm not here. You can find me on all these other channels, but I'm not here. <laughs> I haven't posted on here in years. So like I still have a presence there and then I move people to where I want them to find me. So definitely come follow me on LinkedIn and YouTube. That's going to be like my main jam. That's honestly so smart though, because people will still inevitably when they're Google searching you, right? They'll find you potentially on Twitter and you want to be able to direct them to where you actually are. So I think that's such a smart hack. Write that down, do that for (laughs) wherever you're not present. But Dana, I I do want to ask, you kind of already alluded to this, that a big mistake that you made early on was trying to be on everything, especially as new channels would start to emerge. Do you feel that there's any other big mistake that you see most people making on social? Yeah. I mean, I think there's still, and this is a very, it's an old school of thinking, but posting the exact same thing on every single platform. And I still see it happening a lot, a lot more than we would think. I mean, that just goes to speak back to the point about every platform is designed differently. When you think about how you interact with something on LinkedIn versus how you interact with something on YouTube versus Instagram, it's totally different, right? Like, YouTube isn't actually a social media platform. It's a search engine optimization platform. So most of the time, we have intention of searching for something specific to get an answer. So therefore, we watch things for a long time. When I'm on Instagram, unless there's something very specific hashtag-based that I'm looking at, it's an entertainment. If I find something while I'm scrolling that happens to be educational, I might like watch it. But most of the time, we don't have a specific need when we're going to Instagram. It's just things happen to find us, which is a very different than YouTube. So yeah, I would say that's probably the biggest mistake is just posting the exact same thing in the exact same way on every channel. That's such wise insight. I think people can really take to heart and it gives us permission again to really focus on the one to two channels that are going to best support our goals and not just drive vanity metrics, right? Likes, engagement, whatever that is. So thank you, Dana, for allowing us to also take a peek inside your brain. I'll let you take it off over. Listener, I'm in awe of my friends. (laughs) (laughs) You all are incredible. This workshop is going to be fire. So if you miss at the beginning, the date is January 12th. We're kicking off the year right away with something positive, something focused, something personalized to you in this workshop session. It's 1 to 3 p.m. on the 12th and it's $23. That's it for all of this amazing goodness. So the link is going to be in the show notes for you to be able to RSVP and register. I'll be sending it out on email. You'll see it on all the socials. I don't want anybody to miss out. And it's open to as many people that can attend. So we want you to be in a community with like-minded people who are excited about this to share. I think that's how we all met each other 
was in a bigger container. And I think it's amazing for you to find other people within this workshop that you could connect with outside of it too. So we're so excited. Thank you to each of you for sharing your unique gifts with everyone. And we cannot wait to see you on January 12th. Can you tell I love talking all things digital? To make this show better, I'd be so grateful for your feedback. Leave a review, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram stories, and tag Positive Equation with one E so I can reshare and connect with you.